0: Yo, what is going on everyone? My name is Nick or the Notorious Fantasy and in today's video we're going to be talking about my rankings fallers for fantasy football in 2020. Now for any given reason, these guys have fallen down in my rankings. Now there's obviously time for redemption before we get into having our actual drafts in August, but right now, these guys are falling for a multitude of reasons. Before I get into the video, I'd like to wish you guys all a happy 4th of July if you live in the United States of America. Obviously, today is a day where a lot of you guys might not even be watching this video because you're outside drinking or doing whatever you like to do. Hopefully, everyone can stay safe. I really would like if you guys could all have a great day, though. Let me know what you guys are doing down below in the comments. While you're down there, if you guys want to check out my full rankings, they're in my draft guide as well as a bunch of other things that are going to help you win your 2020 championship you know what else helps you win your 2020 championship clicking that fucking subscribe button because I produce videos every single day to help you win that 2020 championship so I would really appreciate that out of you guys so let's get right into it rankings fallers in my rankings for fantasy football 2021. First guy here, no brainer, Debo Samuel, wide receiver of the San Francisco 49ers. FFPC ADP right now, 101.16 FFPC is one of those high stakes type of leagues that they host on there, 100 plus dollars. It's a website. ADP is average draft position to so the 101st.16th pick of the draft. Five foot 11, 214 pounds, a sophomore now in the NFL. His 40 yard dash, a 4.48 71st percentile, 103.3 speed score, 78 percentile 81st percentile burst score 57th percentile agility score and a 70th percentile catch Radius. So, right now, he is my wide receiver number 36. He was originally my wide receiver number 25, and he's coming off the board right now wide receiver number 33, so kind of smack in the middle of that. Now, what my opinion originally of Debo Samuel was is he's a guy that I'm not going, holy shit, I can't wait to hammer down and draft Debo Samuel. I never personally felt like that. What I felt like is, hey, I play in five leagues, maybe Debo gets picked in one of them, because I don't really have a super strong opinion on the guy. I never thought that he was going to be complete shit this year, but I didn't think, I, oh, we're going to see a complete no. Debo breakout this year. There's still a couple of players that I feel like that about, but now I feel a bit worse about Debo Samuel, obviously, after his injury, and that's why I had to move him down. Last year, wide receiver number 31 in 2019. He really actually started getting it going later in the season, but that typically happens with rookie wide receivers. It takes them a bit of time to develop that connection with the quarterback, especially on a run-heavy team. It's going to be a bit harder to do that, and it was actually funny because Emmanuel Sanders moved onto the 49ers, and then Debo Samuel actually started looking better, which is just something that I found to be funny. 108... Or 189.1 PPR points scored in 2019, 12.5 PPR points per game, 34th at wide receiver. He played a total of 15 games. He had 81 targets, 5.44 per game, 50th at wide receiver, 57 receptions, 3.8 per game, 39th at wide receiver, 803 total yards, 53.5 per game, 31st, 35th amongst wide receivers, 9 red zone receptions, 13th amongst wide receivers, and 6 total touchdowns, 22nd. Amongst wide receivers. So, for a rookie campaign out of a guy that not many people expected to be this good, hell yeah, he had a great fucking season. But obviously, this injury is a huge concern and is reasoning for you guys to be scared as well he has the jones fracture in his foot on june 18th now they're saying it is a 10 to 12 week timeline on july 2nd so if that's what it means from july 2nd that's gonna be even further than this but i think what it means is from the day it got hurt and he had surgery august 27th to september 10th is the return date september 10th i believe is the first game of the 2020 nfl season between the chiefs as well as the houston texans so will he be back in time i have no idea right now as i'm recording this the day before the fourth of july They're talking about two preseason games, and they're talking about no preseason games. So does the preseason affect Debo Samuel? I don't think so. But maybe he would have been able to play the final preseason game. Maybe he would have been able to get more work in training camp than what's going to happen. I don't know. This is quite the wonky offseason, so it's going to be kind of hard to tell if Debo is going to be able to get in there and play up to what you think he could. So I'm going to go ahead and say I'm going to lower my expectations on him. I moved him down even more, but things can obviously change by the time you're actually drafting In August, next player up here to bat is Darius Geist, running back of the Washington team. We have no idea what the Washington Redskins are going to change their name to. As I'm recording this, they have not figured that out or if they will even change their name at all. FFPC ADP for 2020, 75.32, 5'11", 224 pounds. Second round draft pick a couple of years ago in the 2018 draft. 23.1 years old, 4.49 40-yard dash, 80th percentile, 91st percentile speed score, and 11th percentile bench press. Now, he's my running back 42. His ADP is running back number 32. He was originally running back number 35, but I absolutely threw this guy through the gutter. I don't want anything to do with Darius fucking guys. The more I thought about it, the more I got concerned about Darius guys. Last year, finished as running back number 69 very nice, in five games, 11.5 PPR points per game, 29th, so when he's healthy, sure, the guy can perform, but when he's healthy is like saying, when Tom Brady is going to decline as a quarterback, it just never fucking happens, and it hasn't started to happen yet, just like Darius Geis hasn't shown me that he can stay healthy, 42 carries last season, 8.4 8.4 per game, 72nd at running back, 245 rushing yards, 49.0 per game, 59th at running back. I'm not even going to read the how, where he ranked at running back because it was so fucking embarrassing. 10 targets, 2.0 per game, 7 receptions, 1.4 per game, 245 receiving yards, 49.0 per game, 8 red zone touches, 1.6 per game, and 3 total touchdowns. So he did not have a good year, an injury-riddled year. So if you look at him, he missed his whole Whole rookie season in 2018. He's coming back 2019. Everyone's talking him up. I was not. I was very against guys, just like I am right now, talking about oh Darius guys is gonna come back. This that and the other thing. He's gonna be good. He's gonna be good. And then he fucking gets hurt again. He gets hurt again. I just gave you a bit of a spoiler, but that's okay because I smashed my keyboard. He got hurt again. He played five games in 2019. He started one. And then you know what the Redskins did in the draft? They decide to draft second in their second fucking pick of the draft. They draft running back Antonio Gibson in the third round. You know what that tells me? That they have no confidence in Darius Geis. They have AP, they have Bryce Love. Now they have Darius Geis and Antonio Gibson. It's a fucking shit show. Even if Geis was healthy, this running back backfield should make you want to run the fuck away from Washington. And with guys's injury history, that should fucking lock the thing, lock the key, and you throw the key away. You're locking the treasure, throwing the key away. You don't want anything to do with Darius Geis in 2020. If you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please make sure to click that subscribe button. And the reason why I moved him down even more is because I want to make sure if you use my rankings, you don't even fucking see Darius Geis to try to get fooled by his ways. Noah Fant is the next player up here. six four, Denver Broncos, 98 Point twenty nine six foot four, two hundred and forty nine pounds out of Iowa, twenty two point six years old. Last year was rookie year coming in to his sophomore year. His workout metrics are absolutely beautiful four point five zero forty yard dash, ninety eighth percentile, ninety seventh percentile speed score, ninety seventh percentile burst score, ninety six percentile agility score, and ninety eighth percentile catch radius. Now you might say, Nick. How the fuck do you have him at tight end, number 22? He was my tight end, 15, and right now his average draft position is tight end, number 10. I'm going to answer that in a couple of seconds. Last year, his stats, tight end, number 16 in 2019, playing in 16 games, 6.8 PPR points per game, 23rd at tight end, 67 receptions, 4.2 per game, 15th at tight end, 40 receptions, 2.5 per game, 18th at tight end, 562 receiving yards, 35.1 per game, 13th at tight end, one red zone reception, 50, fifty-eight point or 58 at tight end and three total touchdowns 19th at tight end so his stats were nothing super amazing but they weren't terrible considering Noah Fant had a quarterback carousel last season the Season begins with the elite one Joe Flacco under center then he gets hurt and they bring in Brandon Allen he's playing and then out of nowhere horsecock Drew Locke comes in there it's very confusing but you know what's not confusing is how many fucking wide receivers this team has now Obviously, last year, they had Cortland Sutton and Emmanuel Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders gets shipped to New—not to to New Orleans. He gets shipped off to San Francisco. Now he's in New Orleans. So then Cortland Sutton breaks out. So what the fuck is going to happen now? When they decide to use—of their first couple of picks, they draft two wide receivers in the 2020 draft. Jerry Judy, wide receiver out of Alabama. At Alabama, this guy is an absolute target hog. This guy's a fucking beast. He's a down-the-field threat. He can catch the ball anywhere. This guy's hands are Amazing. Then in the second round, out of Penn State, they draft K.J. Hamler, another wide receiver. So now there's like three guys that Noah Fant is competing with. Three wide receivers that are very good. And then the fourth round, they bring in Horsecock, Drew Locke's tight end from college. Albert, oh, I don't know how the fuck to pronounce his last name. He went to college with Drew Locke. They played together. And while I don't think it necessarily means that they play in college, that Noah Fant's going to be irrelevant, but I think this is a rare case of. Of too many cooks in the kitchen. Too many guys on offense. An unknown at quarterback. I think Drew Locke's going to be amazing this year. But he is an unknown. He only played five games. So it's not like you know a whole bunch about Drew Locke. So how safe do you think Noah Fant is this year? I don't think at all. I think his ADP at tight end number 10 is kind of crazy. Considering there's so many guys that you could see being inside of the top 10. I could probably name 20 names of guys that I think could be top 10. And Noah Fant isn't going to be a part of that conversation. That's why I think drafting him that high is kind of crazy. And that's why he's fallen down in my rankings. Especially after I looked more into how good Judy and Hamler were in college so final guy of the video here running bike sony michelle of the new england Deflatriots. ffpc adp 109.81 5 foot 11 214 pounds has the arthritis knee out of georgia where they absolutely just breed running backs 25.4 years old 4.54 40 yard dash 67th percentile 67th percentile speed score no burst score no agility score and a 67th percentile bench score Press so Sony Michelle last year was actually pretty good. Finishes running back number 31 in 16 games. Michelle was my running back number 28. Now he's fallen down to running back 30. Now that isn't some type of drastic fall, but I thought it would be something noteworthy due to the fact that they added in Cam Newton at the quarterback position. So running back number 31 last season in 16 games. Like I said, 9.6 PPR points per game, 40th at running back. So he's a guy you just played in your flex. And sure, he's safe. He'll get to like nine points a game. But you weren't super excited to play Sony Michelle. 247 carries, 15.4 per game. Ninth at running back. 914 rushing yards, 57.1 per game. 16th at running back. 20. Total targets, 1.2 per game, not very good at catching the ball. 12 receptions, not going to be used in the passing game. 94 receiving yards per game, 5.9 per game, 65. Not 94 receiving yards per game, 94 receiving yards total. Christian McCaffrey was getting more than that every single game, it seemed like. Red zone touches, 45, 2.8 per game. 10th at running back and total touchdown, 7, number 17. So why did I move him down? It's because of the addition of Cam Newton. In the two seasons with Cam Newton, CMC had over 100 targets in each season. I think that's why we could see James White be rising in people's rankings, and he is rising in my rankings. That's going to be the video tomorrow where I talk about him. I don't think they're going to be running the ball as much with. Stidham as the quarterback. I was like, holy shit, he's going to hand the ball off a bunch. This is going to be kind of a run heavy type of offense. We're to really be seeing him try to give the ball to Sony Michelle to kind of bail Stidham out. Now that goes completely the fuck out the window because Cam Newton is there and Cam Newton can actually pass the ball. Like I said, CMC really broke out with Cam Newton under center. Over 100 targets in each season. In 2017, CMC had 80 receptions on 113 targets for 651 yards and 5 touchdowns. 2018, 107 receptions on 124 targets for 865, 867 yards and 6 total touchdowns. So I think the pass-catching running back is going to get the boost, whereas the normal running back, the inside-the-tackle is bruiser, even though Sonny Michel's not much of a bruiser, but that kind of guy... He's going down. His stocks are going down, and I'm yelling timber because I don't like Sony Michelle as much anymore due to this addition of Cam Newton's. Let me know what you guys think about all these players. Let me know any players that you guys think are falling in your very own rankings. I love each and every single one of you guys. Please make sure to click that subscribe button. I'll see you motherfuckers tomorrow with yet another banger. Happy 4th of July. Goodbye.